0: It's Christmas time. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm AJ Hoffman. Three NFL games on Christmas Day.
1: And the NBA season officially begins. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is straight out of Vegas.
0: We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your Christmas. A trio of games finishes off week 16 in the NFL. And five marquee NBA games on Christmas Day, the unofficial start of the NBA season. The Vegas lead, AJ, it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. And we're doing a show for our audience because we couldn't leave you guys hanging. For this Christmas holiday, you know, and whether you're listening to this on Christmas Eve or waking up on Christmas morning and listening to this pod, we wish you, your family, and your friends the happiest of holiday seasons. And here's to winning some money
1: this Christmas right. year. Yes. And we'll <laughs> be back, back on as usual uh, on Wednesday morning, but we're going to, you know, you're getting this early. We're going to take Monday and Tuesday off, and uh, we'll be back in your ears on Wednesday, back to normal. Absolutely and uh, we'll
0: have a special guest coming up on this pod uh, first to- first appearance on Straight out of Vegas, not the first appearance on the podcast feed. If you listen to the NBA podcast here on pregame.com, you know Manoff who hosts the NBA pod he will join us as we break down the five NBA games here coming on Christmas Day but AJ, The NFL is always going to be the lead, and we have three games on Christmas Day to wrap up Week 16. The action starts in Kansas City with the Chiefs' double-digit favorites over the Raiders. And I love this sell-high spot, if if you can call it a high spot, on the Las Vegas Raiders. After the 63 points that they scored last week, you know they're going to come back down to earth.
1: Yeah, what we saw last week wasn't real. They they happened to play a team that had rolled over and died and quit. And that's not the that's that's not the Kansas City Chiefs who are still out there, you know, trying to figure out their offense. Um, it, the Raiders are really hard to, to read right now, but I, I don't think they're anything close to what we saw last week. If you think about the four games before last week, O'Connell had started those games, 11 and a half points per game the Raiders had scored. So. Uh, I don't love the idea of backing the Chiefs as double-digit favorites here. You know, the the last seven games, Chiefs are three and four straight up. Their scoring margin is plus one. They've been very average, but it does include a 14-point win at these Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Chiefs or nothing for me, but I, I think I'll be out of this one. So I wound up going with the Chiefs on the dream pod, and
0: my initial play on this game was actually the under on the Raiders team total. But then I thought about it, and I said, you know what? If the Raiders don't score, the Chiefs are going to cover double digits, right? So, think about this. In 11 career starts against the Raiders, the Chiefs under Patrick Mahomes, I have to specify that, 11 career starts against the Raiders, Patrick Mahomes has scored an average of 35.5 points per game. He has never scored fewer than 28 points against the Raiders. He has scored over 35 in six of those games, they scored 31 against them a month ago. And let's talk about that game a month ago. It was here in Vegas. Same matchup. Aiden O'Connell was the starter. So we, we you know, there was no, no change for either of these teams. The line was nine and a half. What's been the difference from, you know, the game that we saw a month ago to what we're going to see here on Christmas Day. How is there no line change? The games in Kansas City, it's got to be at least minus 12, minus 13.
1: Yeah, I think you're right when you look at it that way. Uh, I do think there's an overreaction to what we saw the Raiders do last week. And like I said, I, I don't believe that's real.
0: And just some other stats that are anti-Raiders. Uh, uh, I w- went through the database looking at teams that you know score 50, 55 points, 60 points. So look at this. Teams after scoring 50 points since 2021, they only averaged 23 points per game. After scoring 60 points, 0 3 ATS, um, 20.7 points per game, they're only scoring. They're 0 8 ATS since the 1970 merger. That's teams that score 60 points in their previous game. Um, in the Super Bowl era, 1 9 ATS. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders, they've gone under their team total 11 of 14 games this season. So, and that includes the 63 point outburst last week. I can only fade the Raiders here. So I'll lay it with the Kansas City Chiefs. The afternoon game is the Giants at the Eagles. Another high spread. Philly Lang 13 and a half. And, Is this the ultimate get right spot for
1: Philly feels that way? I mean, Philly's been a team that, you know, I've not had much nice to say about lately. I I think they've been very fortunate and uh, I I don't think they are as good as their record says they are. But they've also been running through a a hell of a schedule. And what I liked about them was last week they outplayed their opponent. Uh, they, They had been outplayed, it seems like handily for about six weeks in a row. They won some of those games. They lost some of those games. But last week against the Eagles, a game that they lost, they looked like they were the better team. So it looked like that's what they, they're starting to find that level again. Uh, I, I think given what we saw, I mean, DeVito, I don't want to say he he like, you know, the the clock struck 12, but it kind of did. Uh, and he just looked like a, a guy who shouldn't be in the NFL. Um I I think we see more of that. It's starting to get out of a, a comfortable range. Like getting up to thirteen is more than I want to lay with this Eagles team because I don't really love the Eagles' offense right now. Uh, but I, I, it's the only way I can look. I I want nothing to do with these Giants right now. It seems just like a game where the
0: Eagles are going to cruise, and and you know maybe Jalen Hurts doesn't go all out in the second half. It it just it, it just feels like a a cruising victory for philadelphia and who knows maybe the giants will push them but i don't think home cooking is going to do philly well you know returning home after two road games i I think philly wins and wins big the super bowl preview the 49ers hosting the ravens san francisco five and a half point favorites at the time that we record this pod so money you know maybe money came in on on the ravens by the time you're listening to this but aj I, i think you feel strongly about the trends backing Baltimore as an underdog here
1: yeah and I mean in in particular like Lamar as an underdog is just an absolute force uh as a an underdog or a favorite of less than a field goal 15 and 1 ATS uh that's Lamar Jackson and we know the stat about him versus the NFC Lamar's 19 and 1 straight up against the NFC and and there's some concerns about the health of the 49ers with, you know, last week they, they were missing Eric Armstead and they were missing Jam- uh, Javon Hargrave and the Cardinals ran for 234 yards against this defense, 7.8 yards per carry. Mm. I, I, I believe this that I've, I've said all year long, the Niners are the best team. The Niners are the best team. I still believe that, but are they really four points better than the next best team in the league? I think the, I think the Ravens are the second best team if we give them a point and a half for, for home field, we're saying that the the 49ers are four points better than the field. I just don't know that I can get there considering that they're banged up right now. I also like the over in this game. Uh, You know, the total at 47 I think is a little too low considering how banged up this Niners uh, defense is. And I I don't think that the Ravens are going to stop the 49ers offense. The 49ers are going to get theirs. I I like Mm -hmm. Baltimore to cover. I like San Francisco to win. I know it feels like you're kind of threading a needle there, but I just think, in anything more than four points just feels like uh, like gravy for these Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, 10 wins by double digits for the 49ers through 14 games. It's the most since the
0: 2007 Patriots. Um, here's some positive trends for the Ravens. 19-3-1 against the spread in their last 23 games as an underdog. This season, they're 11-1-2 on the first quarter money line. So we know the Ravens start out fast. And, A.J., for your side... Seven consecutive underdogs have won outright on Monday night football this season. That's wild. That is the longest. That's the longest stretch in NFL history for Monday night football. But Brock Purdy, when the lights are on, he absolutely shines. He's made six nighttime starts for the 49ers. He is five and one, both straight up and against the spread in those games at Iowa State. Six and zero oh in night games. So <laughs> he likes to shine when the lights are the brightest. And for everyone saying he's not the MVP because it's all dinks and dunks, here's the stats because numbers don't lie. He is averaging 9.9 yards per attempt this season. That is the highest of any passer with a hundred or more pass attempts since nineteen sixty six. And right now, Brock Purdy is averaging more yards per attempt than Kurt Warner in the greatest show on turf year. So shut up about the dinks and dunks. Brock Purdy is your MVP this season. Although Ravens win this game, you know, the the odds on Lamar are certainly going to decrease, right? Yeah. You know, people are going to be betting on Lamar as like, a. I just, I don't like it. I, I don't think Lamar deserves to be in the MVP discussion. But the Ravens will have the best record in, in, in the AFC and he'll be the quarterback on that team. So this game could decide a lot for not just both these teams, but the future, the awards market as well. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained and it could be easy to ignore B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore.
1: Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but. Uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me Are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. Joining us now on Straight of Vegas AM to go over the start of the NBA season. That's right, Christmas, the start of the real NBA season. Uh, he hosts our NBA pod here on the pregame feed. Munaf Manji. Munaf, how are you, man? It's, it's, we should have had you on before. I don't know what's wrong with us. We're, we're terrible hosts, Because but it's AJ, great to have you on the show. Because AJ, this season didn't
0: start yet. We, I know they, oh, had that's that, what it was. they had that preseason tournament that was fun, but the NBA season starts on Christmas Day, and that's why we have Munaf on for this Christmas pod.
2: Yeah, you know, the cat for the casual fans, it does start on Christmas Day for like hardcore DJs like myself and Sleepy. We uh we start October twenty fourth. But uh yeah, AJ I'm kinda of disappointed. Being a Houston guy as well, it took you a while to get me on your pod.
1: It's terrible, terrible, (laughs) terrible of me. Uh, So let's talk about these Christmas Day lines. And these lines have been up since basically the start of the, you know, of the hardcore season, as you call it. Uh, But how much have have these lines moved? And I guess let's just start with the Bucks and Knicks, the Bucks three and a half point favorites uh, at the New York Knicks on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, is it, Where did it open up at and, and how have these two teams done relative to expectations so far this season?
2: Yeah, the line has I haven't seen a lot of movement on these Christmas Day lines. I mean, like you mentioned, they've been up for months. But I think for the NBA, it's really that these lines have pretty much stayed where they are, unless there's some significant injuries that have happened for these teams that are playing on Christmas Day. There hasn't been a lot of line movement, but I think something for the NBA Christmas Day games that we should worth uh, noting is something similar to what we see in the NFL on Thanksgiving Day that favorites dominate uh, on Christmas Day in the NBA. So since the 2016 season, I'll mention this before we talk about the Bucks and the Knicks game favorites, 24 and 11 straight up 68.6%, 21, 14 against the spread 60%. And then uh, the over is actually 19, 13, and 3 um, for about 59%. If we want to break that down over the last couple seasons, since the 2020 season, favorites 12 and 3 straight up, 80%, 9 and 6 against the spread, 60%. And we're seeing a lot of points, 11 and 4 to the over uh, in those Christmas Day games. But um, Bucks and Knicks, this is going to be the third matchup this season between these two teams. And the Bucks have won both games. Uh, thus far this season, two and zero straight up, they are one and one against the spread. This is going to be the sixth consecutive year for the Milwaukee Bucks playing on Christmas Day. They are three and two straight up, two and three against spread, four and one towards the over. I think the one thing that really stuck out to me, guys, for the uh, New York Knicks is that they've struggled on Christmas Day for whatever reason. I'm not sure if it's because of the early start, uh, but on Christmas Day, one and four straight up are the New York Knicks, one and four against the spread. Um, and also worth noting here why I do like the Bucks against the spread here. I'm gonna I'm gonna start the day by going with the favorite here. The Knicks defense has taken a little bit of a hit. They did lose Mitchell Robinson, their defensive anchor, uh, for the rest of the season. He's dealing with an ankle injury. So in 21 games with uh, Mitchell Robinson at that center position, the Knicks had a defensive rating of 112.8. There were they were only allowing 100 and 12 points per game in that span. Now the eight games without him, that defensive rating goes to 121.5, and they're allowing 12 more points per game without Mitchell Robinson on the floor. And now you welcome Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, uh, Damian Lillard, to Madison Square Garden, where the Bucs have had a lot of success. Give me the Bucks minus three and a half here. I'm going to go chalk with this first game.
0: Well, Manoff, you know, I, I used to work Knicks games for, you know, uh, first, Ten years of my career, and I've I've you know done the Christmas Day games <laughs> countless times because the Knicks were always on Christmas, and I feel like there has been a trend going to the under on that noon tip off for the Knicks on Christmas Day. What do you think about the under in the Knicks Bucks?
2: I, I think you're hundred percent correct, Scott. That that early start time, night, nine a.m. Pacific, twelve on the East Coast. It may take a little bit for this team or both of these teams to, I guess, wake up, maybe the, uh, for a lack of better words. I think we may see some more points being scored in the second half, but I couldn't talk you off of taking either a full game under or if you just want to take it to the first half under. It may take a little bit for these teams to you know, get going. Uh, shots may be a little bit short in that first half, but I definitely could not talk you for the under, at least in the first half of this game.
0: Maybe that's the way to go. The under in the first half. Uh, Let's move on to the second game. It's the Warriors at the Nuggets. What type of performance can we expect here from Golden State, who's been just wildly inconsistent?
2: You know, this was a team last year, guys, that the Warriors absolutely struggled on the road. I mean, for a championship uh, caliber team and quote unquote, the dynasty, if you want to crown them that for the Warriors, they were just 11 and 30 straight up on the road last season. They've, they've corrected that this season at least, right? So, so far this year on the road, uh, the, um, the golden state warriors, they are eight and six straight up. They're six and eight against the spread. But I think the one thing that actually happened this week for the golden state warriors is that Steve Kerr finally recognized that he had to make some type of change to the starting lineup. He moved, come Looney and Andrew Wiggins to the bench He inserted some of their younger guys, uh, pods. Uh, They also added Jonathan Kaminga into that starting lineup. And again, Warriors, this is another team that has been playing on Christmas Day, so they're used to the kind of the ebbs and flows of what transpires on Christmas Day. Denver Nuggets have struggled against the um, spread, especially on Christmas Day. They're only one and two straight up and zero and three against the spread in those games. So. I like what the Warriors have trended, especially over the last two weeks. I think this is a game where they can come into Denver in the Mile High City and give the defending champions a run for their money. Give me the points here. I thought this was a little bit too many points for the Denver Nuggets. I'm on the Warriors here. And Steph Curry, give me the plus five and a half.
1: Yeah, the Warriors, I mean, what was the the expectation at the beginning? Like, has this line moved at all? I guess I should ask because no one thought that, well, no one knew for sure that Draymond would be suspended by now or that the – You know, Clay Thompson would be the ghost of Clay Thompson. Are we are we getting any value considering those those factors have changed since the beginning of the year?
2: Yeah, I think this this line has moved at least half a point to a point, obviously, in favor of the Denver uh, Nuggets. This number was, I want to say, four and a half uh, in favor of the Denver Nuggets. And like you mentioned, with Draymond Green pretty much being that that engine that makes this offense go For the uh, Golden State Warriors, he's not going to be with this team for at least another two to three weeks at minimum with the suspension and all the things that he has to get done before he can get back on the court. And I think that's what made Steve Kerr make the change in that starting lineup. And you mentioned Klay Thompson during the season has not been very good, but at least over this last week, AJ, he's actually kind of found his shot and he's provided that support to Steph Curry where they've needed the most. So, I I like the combo of the Splash Brothers in this game here. I think they do give uh, the Denver Nuggets a run for the money, if not at least cover the spread of five and a half right now.
0: Manoff, let's get into the Lakers here who host the Celtics. And it's, it's amazing. They're so predictable, this Lakers team. You just knew that LeBron was going to have them, you know, revved up and trying to win the in-season tournament. It's just something that's just so typical LeBron that he wanted to be the first player to win the in-season tournament. But since that tournament ended, they stink. They (laughs) seem to have no interest in winning these basketball games. But now it's Christmas Day. And this would be so LeBron to get his team amped up to win on Christmas day. I don't know about you, but I can't back. I can't go against the Lakers here in a, you know, eyeballs are watching type game.
2: This is going to be LeBron's 18th uh, Christmas day game, guys, 18 Christmas day game. And he's been absolutely dominant on Christmas day. And, Scott, I mean, you nailed it. He didn't play in this last game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, you know, getting that extra rest and ready to go on Christmas Day um, for the L.A. Lakers. But the Lakers catching two points at home here. I love the spot here for the Lakers. The Boston Celtics on the road this season have not been very good. Three, eight and two against the spread. I expect Anthony Davis to get up for this game. It's uh it's Christmas Day game in LA in what do they call it now Crypto Arena or whatever the name is now I still call it the Staples Center for the LA Lakers LeBron he's gonna ball out in this game uh give me the Lakers here getting the two points here against the Boston Celtics
1: yeah it makes a lot of sense I mean I think what Scott said about you know LeBron when the lights are on it seems well like he he does his best and obviously Christmas this is gonna be a a very heavily watched game Philadelphia is at Miami. The Sixers are a one-point dog on the road. And Joel Embiid, I mean, any there were people who were complaining or, or questioning if he should have won the MVP last year. It looks like he might be in line to, to be the MVP this year. Joel Embiid playing as well as anybody. Uh, where are the Sixers at in your mind relative to a year ago, and, and does this line feel right against the Heat?
2: Yeah, post-James Harden era, right? And I think there was – Obviously, a lot of hype with this team um, when James Harden was there. I mean, AJ, you're familiar with, you know, oh, yes. when Harden <laughs> was with the Rockets. He, he To put it lightly, he, he cared about his stats, and maybe winning wasn't uh, a priority for him. But now, I mean, you take a look at this Sixers team, uh, Joel Embiid is, I think we could say, playing even better than he was uh, last season when he actually did win the MVP uh Tyrese Maxey I saw a guy that we haven't really been able to talk about because Joel Embiid has just been so dominant. He's really taken that next step uh for the uh Philadelphia 76ers at that point guard position taking over James Harden. But when it comes to the Miami Heat as a home favorite, I have a rule. Don't bet uh on the Miami when they are a home favorite. So just this season alone, I know they're only a 1 point favorite right now. They're 3 and 7 against the spread as home favorites. And we go back to last season, guys. Miami Heat as home favorites 18 33 and 2 against Oof. the spread. That's 35.3% against the spread. Um, I don't think, even with Bam at that center uh position, I just don't think they have enough answers right now for uh Joel Embiid. And Jimmy Butler has been out for the past several games, thing with an injury. Um, not sure if he's going to be able to play in this game or not. I like the Sixers in this spot, uh, catching the one point, uh, again fade the Miami Heat when they are a home favorite
0: the final game of the night the West Coast game the Suns are hosting the Mavericks Phoenix favored at home in this one over Dallas does KD rise to the occasion here on Christmas
2: I think this is a good big game here for the uh, Phoenix Suns and we talk about the the line in this game this line has definitely moved uh, in favor of the Phoenix Suns because Kyrie Irving Uh, has been dealing with a foot injury. He's been out for the past several, or at least the last week or so for the Dallas Mavericks. I don't expect him to play in this game either. I think this is an ultimate spot here for the Phoenix Suns. Um, We saw what transpired between these two teams in the playoffs a couple seasons ago. And I know that Kevin Durant wasn't in that uh, game or on this team in that playoff series, but Devin Booker was. And Devin Booker and Luka are quietly developing some type of rivalry here. So, I expect this team um, for the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant, with Devin Booker uh, to get up in the spot against the Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks just have not been very good defensively this season. And now you have to go up against a two headed monster in uh, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Um, expect some revenge on the mind here. If you want to, if you're a player prop better, maybe look at Devin Booker's points and assists to go over in this game. I think he's going to go and try to ball out against Luka Dantage, but I like this Phoenix Suns here in the last game of the night. Give me the minus four and a half for the Phoenix Suns hosting the uh, Dallas Mavericks.
1: I, I know it's hard to know for sure, uh, because as, as I think that we're going to see Bradley Beal return. But uh, is, is that the expectation that he'll be back for this Christmas Day game?
2: So the last thing I read about Bradley Beal, that he was going to miss at least two to three weeks because he did suffer that ankle injury and looked pretty significant for uh, Bradley Beal. Um the debut of that big three was supposed to happen and it did happen. But that very next game, Bradley Beal, uh, rolled that ankle. He is going to be ruled out, um, for the game, uh, prior to the Christmas day game. Um, and he's missed, I think it's now been five to six games with that ankle injury. I don't expect Bradley Beal to play in this game. They're also possibly going to be without their starting center, Yusuf Nurkic, whose uh, last game was out for personal reasons. Uh, But we'll see if he does play in this game or not. But at least we know that Kevin Durant and Devin Booker are going to be playing for the Phoenix Suns.
1: That is NBA expert Munaf Manji. Appreciate the time, Munaf. Where can the people find you on the socials?
2: Yeah, you can find me on the socials, X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it these days, at SportsNerd824. Of course, find me on the NBA pod on RJ Bell's Dream Preview uh, with Sleepy.
1: All righty, we appreciate it, Munaf. and, uh, And we'll talk to you again soon. I promise this won't be the last time.
0: Thanks, Munaf. All right AJ, in the spirit of the Christmas holiday, let's give the people some discounts. We are offering you a chance to save 20% off your purchase at pregame.com. Doesn't matter what you buy. You can take 20% off your purchase. We have two promo codes for this Christmas holiday. Santa20, that's obvious, and Jolly20. Use either of them, use them both, save as much money as you can at pregame.com. My suggestion And I think, AJ, you would agree with this. We are selling right now the 2024 all access. Basically, what it means is it's simple. Choose your pro of choice, anyone on pregame.com, and you get all of their picks for all of 2024. And that price right now is the lowest it's ever going to be. But you can still take 20% off that lowest price by using our promo codes, either Santa20 or Jolly20. So hurry up. Use those promo codes, get the most bang for your buck. But if, if all you want is just like a daily best bet and you want to take 20% off that, sure. If you want a seven-day all-access, sure. You want a weekend or access, sure. You want to, whatever you want to use it for, that's our gift to you, the listener. Jolly 20, Santa 20, saves you 20% at pregame.com. For AJ Hoffman, Munaf Manji, I'm Scott Seidenberg, wishing you a merry, merry Christmas and we will be back in our normal slot Wednesday morning as we gear up for the college football playoffs. Merry Christmas, AJ. Merry Christmas, Scott.